<laughs> you excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> guys, check it out. We have merch. <laughs> this isn't for you guys, though. Not yet. We're working on it. Um, yes. We look samples. swag, though. So. We do look swag. I mean, I would say, like, you know, check out the Instagram if you want to see some sneak peeks and stuff. Maybe we'll put some stuff up there. Possibly. Maybe. Yep. No, no chance. Nope, not happening. I'm very incompetent. <laughs> I don't even know how. What if, I don't even have Instagram. <laughs> um, we got a pretty interesting episode. This was actually your ideas. I'm gonna kind of let you lead this one because I don't. You have more research. Just you probably know a little bit more about it. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I have a few things written down about it, but honestly, a lot of them it's gonna be a lot of you. So go ahead. Ed. Sure. Take it away. All right. So yeah, I guess uh, today's topic is fasting. Um. So. You know, what's the first thing people think of? Fasting, food deprivation. Running. Sucking. What? Fasting. Fasting. I'm faster. No. Well, most people faster, don't think Faster, fastest, and fasting. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's what my cross-country coach told me to do. He said, run fasting. Run fasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was probably on a fast and just kind of losing it. Yeah. Like, Anyways, so that's the issue. What I just did right there. People think that fasting is actually harmful. Yeah, um, that's true. And I'm here to say that it is not. And if you re- and most most research is now like it's pretty conclusive that fasting is good in certain ways. But we're going to talk about fasting on a physical, spiritual, and mental um, basis. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess, what do you want to start with? Um, I. So I have a little. Let's start with um, the the physical. Okay. Like yeah, it makes sense. The health, body. Just yeah. General health. Because I think that's going to appeal to most people. Like, obviously, if you're spiritual, there's a whole other side to it. And I think most people know that. We'll go over it, too, because I think there's a lot of stuff people don't know about. But um, just from a health perspective, yeah, it's it's super beneficial. I know, like, I mean, so I guess that's it. we should define what fasting is. I think that's kind of important. So okay. Oxford Languages defines it as to abstain from all or some kinds of food or drink, especially as a religious observance course it originated from religion but um it's to abstain from food or drink yeah specifically so mm-hmm. um so yeah and a lot of and a lot of religions abstinence or, or fasting is just full abstinence you don't eat you yeah. don't drink nothing you just right. nothing you don't consume anything mm-hmm. um yeah and then and then obviously these days that oxford definition is not as accurate because now a lot of people do it for general health and that could yeah. go anywhere from abstinence a water fast to even intermittent fasting, just fasting within certain periods of the day with certain time restra- um, restraints. So, and you could even include like cleanses as fasts, technically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like abstaining a, I've from heard, certain things. I've heard like some people go on grape cleanses before. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. I don't, I don't know the science behind that, but grape cleanses. Um, There's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. I'm. I have not touched any cleanses yet. I've really just started getting into fasting. Obviously, as like grow closer in my religion. Um, that I realize the importance of it, and then also understanding the health of it. Like it's, it's important for I think us to do, especially as Americans, where we eat more, too much of a lot of things. So. Yeah, I've gone on plans like um, where I started with a water fast, like one day it's mm-hmm. literally just water, and then you get to juicing smoothies, and then you eventually have like mm-hmm. cooked vegetables and etc. Okay. But yeah, so I've done a cleanse, but it's not conventional, I guess. Yeah, um, so that's fair. So as far as health goes, um, I guess some of the research that I have, specifically looking at uh, water fasts, which are really, really helpful. Normally, they're about four days. Um, mm-hmm. You can do more than that. 
I probably wouldn't recommend it for most people if you're going to start. Start carefully. Be very careful with how you do it because science says you got about seven days without water before you... A fasting from water or just drinking water? Fasting from water. Because generally a water fast would be like you drink only water. That's what... Yeah, yeah. well, I guess... So this is abstaining from water. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Probably don't do more than four days. Mm. You need liquid. But apparently that helps you with cleansing your your whole, like, um, the digestive system. Cleansed. Um, it also can help with, like, heart disease, helps diabetes. There's a bunch of health benefits. So much with diabetes. Like, because apparently a lot of, a lot of weight loss is, like, almost fully dependent on insulin. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you fast, you're not consuming any anything right Mm -hmm. any food and when you don't consume food insulin isn't produced right and that's and most people think oh that's bad but insulin but that's actually good um because when um because you're i guess you've you decide to consume the energy storage is already built up when you don't have new insulin Mm. right so um yeah so when it comes to like water fasting i've heard a couple people just drink water and they'll do that for like the most people do is like 40 days yeah which, which is, is wild yeah but i think it starts with uh, there's so many health benefits it start you start consuming all the glucose stored in your body mm-hmm. um and then eventually reach fat um another thing that happens is um well there's a, yeah there's also information on how that brings mental clarity too when you just do water for fat. sure yeah and we'll talk about that pretty soon but um certain certain things like uh, your growth hormone is apparently increased uh, uh, production is increased by like two thousand percent when you just do a two day water fast, oh, wow. which is insane. Growth hormone, like obviously, why would adults need growth hormone? That's for like skin cleansing. That's for um, everything. Yeah, just the youthful look on yeah. your face is all. That's all done by growth hormones. For younger people, it's, I mean, you literally grow with the growth hormone. Yeah, um, muscle growth. That's another thing. Like when when I started watching, I watched a YouTube video and I'll refer you guys to it eventually. But when I was watching it. Um, I was like, I wonder if it would actually be beneficial for bodybuilders to fast for two days to increase their growth hormone and then go on their regular Mm -hmm. diet plan or whatever. It'd be interesting because most bodybuilders eat, eat. You just need to eat. You're not gaining muscle, eat. Um, It'd be interesting what a two-day fast would do for some of them. Well, the funny thing is that like before, I I suppose if you had like really, really, really low body fat percentage, you wouldn't want to do it. But a two-day fast, like you don't really start eating at muscle like your body doesn't start absorbing muscle until I think longer than two days. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So that might be like 35 hours. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I know it takes like a while. It's not quick. And that's assuming that you didn't, you have no nutrients elsewhere that your body can pull from. So if you have fat, it pulls from there first mm-hmm. before it starts trying to consume muscle. So, I mean, for those people, that's a really great way to lean out and then to have all the other extra benefits of it, like growth hormone, like the cleanse of that. And of course, I think it's like, we haven't gotten into the mental yet, but the discipline that you get from doing a water fast or really any fast, but specifically a water fast of trying to ignore your urge to eat. Yeah. As in, yeah, that's not a lot of people can do that. Absolutely. That brings me to the spiritual benefits of fasting, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that, that's like the main, any, any spiritual person has to indulge in some sort of self-discipline. Uh, denying self, denying mm-hmm. desires, denying anything of the flesh. That yeah. is like almost the essence of spirituality, denying yeah. self, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, self-discipline. So fasting essentially for mastering your desires. And I think it was interesting. There's a lot of church implemented fasts in the early church. There was a lot of church implemented fasts. And that's interesting to me because they definitely knew the health benefits. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they'd have their the population or their congregation go on these fasts for spirit for the spirit. Yeah. But then the health benefits with that were just mm-hmm. maybe that was God ordained because the health benefits are just unmatched. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 9 talks about um, bringing his body into subjection uh, to rule, to be the ruler over your own desires. It's a big part of being led by the spirit. Um, you think about how Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm-hmm. And all of this was to communicate with God. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. His all, all of it was in prayer. All 40 days was him in prayer. Right. And he had mastered his desires so much that he could be led by the spirit and he could have that deeper connection with the Lord. You mm-hmm. think about Satan came, eventually tempted him with bread did not face that man yeah so that was that was amazing well and it's an interesting thing because he fasted from both food and water for 40 days and 40 nights which, yeah when you think about that in modern terms i've possible. had well it shouldn't be yeah but he was fully man right so of course he was also god, god. i mean and also like miracles can <laughs> be done right right but the the answer to that question is like he had our body it's not like his body had some sort of special spiritual powering thing that made him last longer without water. Yeah. No, it was because it was a miracle, right? God, the Father, helped guide him through that whole process mm-hmm. so that he could fast for those. So I talk about like one of my goals eventually in life is to do the 40-day fast from both food and water eventually. Um, well, that would, yeah. I don't know about water. I, I genuinely don't know if that's physically possible. I th- I think well, that scientifically may have been... it's not, but it happened. <laughs> it. And he did see, it, right? If you end up in that, you know, ER or not. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, be smart too. You know, when you're fasting, you in all areas, you have to make sure that you're getting your proper nutrients. It's not worth overall health. Like, yeah, apparently we have enough nu- nutrients stored up in our body for a month. It's like you, people thought, oh, it, you're gonna it, get like vitamin deficiencies. No, that's no, those that's take a not long true. time. It takes to hit. about it takes more than a month for that. It takes. To, it depends yeah. on the deficiency, but it can t- for certain deficiencies like vitamin B. I mean, it can take like one to two years to get the actual like long term effects of a deficiency to hit. Yeah, it takes irreparable long, it damage. Takes quite a long time, like a very very long time. Not even irreparable damage, just like noticeable damage. A lot of times. Well, for two years you get irreparable. Damage. Oh no no sure sure yeah that's fair. But like but, it takes longer than people expect. Yeah, it, it takes forever. But I do think there are certain things that we don't have enough of in modern society that we have to be aware of so like even if you're fasting it can't hurt to take a multivitamin like that can't hurt you and it's worth doing just having it uh i don't know because if your digestive system has to break that up it stops the process like if you're going to do a fast commit to the fast because it's crazy water fast yeah even if it's a water fast because the whole point is your digestive system is not working people don't understand that like food it takes energy to eat yeah why people get slump after eating yeah, it's right. because their digestive system is working seventy calories just to digest the food that you're eating. So your body, your body's burning a lot of everything that's already going in. Yeah, you make your digestive system work that hard, it can't handle, it, and that's when you start gaining fat and things like that. Right, but I think like if you're not if you're doing like a juice cleanse, it's still gonna digest all the juice. So in those instances, it can't hurt. And I suppose if you're well, doing a juice that's cleanse, exactly, that's different. Up. But that's that's yeah, that's cleansing like the toxins in your body. Right, but but to, for for your body to choose to take out the fat and the glucose, I think it genuine, you genuinely have to abstain. 
like not yeah. even a multivitamin. A multivitamin might even screw that up. I'm, I wonder what you would be like, because like even, f- yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, all I know is that like, um, when I've done, when I did the cleanse, um, I wasn't even allowed to drink coffee. Right. No, that makes sense. I mean, you abstain from other drinks for sure. It's it's supposed to be just water. But I'd be curious if you what you would do with, as far as being able to still intake vitamins. I suppose if you're only doing it for like three to four days, you're fine. But if you're doing a really prolonged period of time, you have to be careful. Sure. And yeah, there are natural sure. ways. If like, you start getting like go off the fast, if you start. Yeah, yeah you, you have to be smart. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't don't drive yourself don't into the ground. <laughs> but if it is in faith, like you can't trust the Lord. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, yes. Agreed. <clears throat> And I think that miracles are performed all the time. And I do I, yeah. talk about miracles through fasting and prayer. So go to Mark nine twenty nine, mm-hmm. um, and basically what was happening was this is right after the transfiguration, right? You had Elijah and Moses and Jesus, right? And the only people that saw it was Peter, James, and John. Mm-hmm. So this is after the transfiguration, he comes back, and the apostles were trying to uh, basically cast out a demon exorcism, and they're like, "We can't do it," and Jesus comes and says, "No, no, this kind only comes out through fasting and prayer." Yeah. And he said that, and that was extremely interesting to me. So that's Mark 29. He says, this kind can only come out through fasting and prayer. So talk about miracles done by fasting and prayer. Um, a, a big miracle in tradition, you can look it up, you can Google it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the movement of the Mokutta Mountain, right, in Egypt. And a man named Simon the Tanner, regular guy, he was a tanner, right, um, basically um, moved a mountain. And it was through the fasting and prayer of the church, of the congregation. And it was... I forget the exact circumstance, but he was trying to prove something to the Pharaoh at the time in mm-hmm. Egypt. Yeah. And so, so much is done through fasting and prayer. Well, that that whole verse of the grain of the mustard seed, um, I don't remember the exact quote for the verse, uh, but I know, so if you read it in the ESV, the NIV, and I think most like the message, all the other Bible versions that I know of, um, that verse says, if you have the faith that like a grain of a mustard seed, you can move yeah. a mountain. But there's a verse in there that's not there, except for in the KJV. And obviously, pretty much pretty much just the KJV. NKJV it has as well. But um, below that, I think it's verse 21 that's abstained from, from the NIV and ESV. Uh, it says, go out like this, but this cannot be done without prayer and fasting. So saying like you can't move the mountain unless you pray and fast, which is super important in context of that verse, um, which is why I try to stick with KJV. Not that ESV is bad. Um, it's a great Bible, and I use it all the time because it makes sense. <laughs> Sometimes KJV is hard to understand. For sure, yeah. Um, but it's important to understand, like, it. you need fasting. Yeah. Like, you can't really, at least in, in the realm of Christianity, I'm going to get specific here, you can't really have a good spiritual life without some fasting in it. Like, you need to have it. It's part of the... The relationship with Jesus and um yeah it's super important and there's a reason he told us to do it he didn't tell us to do it for no reason like yeah I mean to say amazing it's not like uh you know do or die it's not salvation no salvation type right. situation for but sure for sure just it's, it's crazy how I've, I've been noticing so frequently how everything is so correlated in the mm-hmm. sense that like everything that the bible tells you not to do all the ten commandments there are so many just like practical disadvantages yeah. to not follow the ten commandments right so many it's and like, so fasting being one of them is like not it's not a ten commandment, but fasting being one of those practical advantages. When you fast, just the health benefits, the mental clarity, it 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 all is there. Like you're getting the whole package when you do this. Mm-hmm. Um and the church implements it. The Bible tells you to do it. 
and it's interesting because you you talk to, I mean, I've talked to a bunch of like religious studies majors or people who who have gone in depth about all kinds of religions who aren't necessarily Christian, but they're like, I can't deny that Jesus was a fantastic moral teacher, probably one of the best moral teachers ever, because you look at what he said to do, and then correlate that to what how that resembles your life. Like if you were to follow it, how does that play out? Yeah, really, really well. And you look at like C.S. Lewis said. You either believe that Jesus was God or a lunatic. Like, he can't really be in between because those teachings are so, they're kind of outlandish, right? Like, someone smacks you on the cheek, turn the other cheek. It's like, that doesn't make sense, right? Because prior to that, human nature is an eye for an eye. Like, yeah. Justice, fair. But he's like, no, no, turn the other cheek. Things like that were examples of, like, he's either God telling you, like, this is the right thing and creating moral ground, mm-hmm. or he's crazy. There's kind right. of no in between. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I think the main point was that, like, Jesus said, I am. Well, Everybody knew yeah. what he said. The, the Pharisees knew when he said, I am, that he was referring to God. So mm-hmm. he's either a delusional person that, that thinks he's God or he's God. I mean, it's just that simple. Well, but, yeah. Because no, mor- no amazing moral teacher would make an audacious claim to say he's God. Right. Like, the dumbest thing that you can do as a human being on earth is say that Jesus was a great moral teacher. He's either a lunatic that you should li- take nothing from or he is God because he said he's God. Um, I, and and that's my belief. Like I know there are tons of people out there who agree with some of the things that he said and taught, disagree with him being God, um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I mean, I believe he's God, and I encourage you to continue to dive into that. But it, even if you don't buy that, definitely follow his doctrine because I think it'll make everybody's lives better. That's true, and and a lot of I mean, you think about how many religions and have have reciprocated his his doctrine or his dogma. <laughs> I mean, it's human nature. Right now I'm reading Mere Christianity. Yeah. Right? And it's called the law of decency or the law of human nature. Mm -hmm. And it is clear that inherently, if you read that book, it's clear. It's very clear. It points it out very logically that inherently we all have have an understanding of how we should act. Mm -hmm. And that comes from God because we're made in the image of God. Yeah. I would agree with that. So obviously there's some spiritual benefits there, which fasting was kind of founded in spiritual in the spiritual world like it was first religious then um we understood uh, not really until recently the health benefits of yeah, fasting very recently actually. what are what are some of the mental benefits of fasting so one thing i found interesting and i didn't pull up a lot of research on mental mm-hmm. benefits because once again they all correlate right yeah very closely yeah like you're i mean everybody says strong body strong mind right so just in that sense it obviously it obviously correlates you have a stronger right. body when you fast Therefore, your mind will be stronger. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is Socrates, one of the greatest thinkers of the time, one of the greatest thinkers that probably were ever born, right? Yeah, for um, sure. He fasted for mental clarity. Mm-hmm. And he was very open about that. Like, he fasted for mental clarity. This was way before we knew the health benefits of fasting. He he was literally a... Okay, he was... Okay, te- technically, he was a monotheist. Yeah. But he was in a society of polytheism. So he, he was he was Greek mythology society, right? right? Um, so there was no religious affiliation to fasting. He just decided to do it for mm-hmm. mental clarity. So yeah. that was one thing I found pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your brain works better on ketones than glucose. So some, one of the, one of the things that happened or a scientific explanation for mental clarity is that generally your brain will run on, on glucose first. Yeah. Right. Brain. And it burns glucose and that's, sugar, I guess that's the function. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar. And so eventually when you're in that fast, glucose will run out and, Eventually, your brain starts working on ketones, um, and apparently, 
uh, ketones are just a cleaner burn mm-hmm. and your brain and your like a much cleaner burn. So your brain functions better and more clearly on ketones mm-hmm. and your ketone b- builds up the longer you fast. Yeah. Um, because there's no glucose. Right. So I actually like I'm not a doctor and I cannot not medical I, advice. Yeah, right. I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot explain that in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, but I once again, I will refer you to the video that I learned that from. He is. It was very interesting. Um, uh, one. <laughs> yeah. About the preface of like medical advice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dr. Berg. I don't think I have. I okay. I have. So this is a little bit of a digress, but he's basically mm-hmm. like a keto enthusiast. Okay. Um, and for a long time, people actually still gives millions of views. People admire him as like a, a professional in his mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recently, he just got ousted or defamed from his by his um his own son oh. <laughs> about giving all his money to Scientology and mm. all the research he gets is from YouTube. <laughs> so that yikes, kind of, yeah, that was kind of crazy. But anyways, that was a digress. I just wanted to say that I am not presenting myself as any kind of expert i will not i I don't believe in the church of scientology (laughs) and i got my information from youtube uh yeah i was gonna say that was very credible youtube source which (laughs) we will share i am also yeah that yeah yeah yeah. this is a verbal bibliography we'll put a link in the description to give credit to that so if you want to um it's 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 9.1 million views about an hour and a half it's a phenomenal youtube 2x speed makes it easier (laughs) yeah well i put on 125 the guy already talks fast (laughs) yeah that's fair um yeah, I think, I mean, beyond just, obviously, you know, fasting is good spiritually and mentally. Like, as the world gets closer to understanding the benefits of it, what do you think is going to happen? So, like, <clears throat> we talk about the spiritual benefits. Do you think that people outside of, we'll just say the kingdom or the body of Christ, are going to get spiritual benefits from fasting? So, like, uh. Uh, for lack of a better term, you know how, like, go to L.A., there's a new, like, health fad going around. Mm-hmm. Like, for a while, it was smoothie cleanse or whatever, and that juice cleansing and uh, fasting. There's a bunch of different things. Keto, carnivore diets going around now. Um, well, a couple, yeah. Yeah, but the do you think that the people who are going to take a part in this new fad, for example, is, as we've gained information about it, health benefits have become more aware do you think they're also going to get the spiritual benefits of it, even if they're not following the kingdom of God? Yeah, that's a good question. I, on a very like practical level, yes. Why? Because, like, obviously, if they're if they're thinking more clearly, yeah, they can come to the truth easier. That's fair. Yeah. So just, yeah. But mm-hmm. I wonder. I I think that like with, like I already said, right? Um. You can be led by the spirit when you neglect fleshly desires. Yeah. And it's a fleshly desire to eat for everyone, not just yeah, Christians. For sure. So when you when you are in a spirit of self-denial already, mm-hmm. you're you're already you're you're basically being primed to accept truth. You're being primed to accept the spirit. Right. Yeah. And that's so true. I think I mean, you know, I can't say for sure, but I'm it sure is, that yeah. there's definitely spiritual benefits to health or to fasting. Yeah. Despite your religious affiliation so yeah it's interesting i mean you have to think that that's true i mean i guess yeah i mean why wouldn't they right at the very least they get clarity of mind which is is a key part of understanding spirituality whether it be christianity or any other type of spirituality Mm -hmm. um 
yeah, you're going to get clarity of mind, which is a, a massive part. I mean, <clears throat> another thing we should probably also, ask is, go ahead. Well, so one thing is that a lot of these health fads are also affiliated with a religion already. It's just not yeah. Christianity. Like they'll go yoga, they'll go Buddha, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times people that are in genuine search, for the, I vibe with the Buddha. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but anytime, uh, anyways, when people are in pursuit of truth, regardless of whether they're looking in the right direction or not, mm-hmm. they're more likely to come to, I mean, I've never, converts have a more genuine spirituality for the most part because they they didn't they just grow realize, up into yeah. it. They came in to realize what is true. That's fair. I, and I guess that kind of also begs the question of like, well, what, what do we want the key takeaway from this to be? And obviously, fasting is a personal thing. You have to figure it out. Um, but at least from what you told me here, it sounds like fasting should be done before any big important decision, right? Like, why wouldn't you want that clarity of mind when you're going to uh, choose the college you're going to go to or when you want to buy a house or when you're changing jobs or, um, I mean, it could be anything, converting faith, it, literally anything. You want that clarity of mind on a practical level, yeah. not just a spiritual level. I mean, you want to pray and ask God for something? Fast. Yeah. Jonah. Jonah went Job. to Job, oh yeah. I mean, so the story of Jonah who goes to Nineveh, says you're all going to burn, you're all Mm going to die, God's going to kill all of you. They all put sackcloth on and fasted. Mm -hmm. God did not burn that city of Nineveh at the time. (laughs) At the time. So I mean, at least not that time. Not not that we know of anyways. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, you want things, you you genuinely asking God for something, you want some intervention in your life. Mm -hmm. There is so many stories in the Bible where fasting did the deed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, and this is kind of moving into like a secular a secular world here, is the the definition of fasting has changed. I think over time, people have started to. Uh, well, okay. So this has been my personal experience, but a lot of the Christians that I know that are more evangelical, we'll say, more mm-hmm. Protestant, more that move towards the that area of. Christianity, yeah, we'll just sure. say. Um, I mean, no, no, you're even Catholic. If you're if you're about to say like the the fasting isn't as strict now, well, that's true. But it's I'm Catholic. No, like Catholics yeah. now just you know fast. And it sugar depends on the person too. Like I'm making generalizations here. There, I know really really great evangelicals who fast like way more regimented than I do. Oh yeah, or than a I lot mean, of it the depends on the person. It's super faith, personal. Yeah. yeah, but I know also like. And the reason I was I said specifically Protestants because I don't have a lot of experience with Catholics. So, um, but I have people who are like, I ask them, you know, oh, do you fast? When is the last time you fasted? What kind of fast are you doing? And a lot of the times I'll get like, a, oh, I fast from like social media, mm-hmm. and and it's interesting because, well, at least by the Oxford definition of fasting, that's not how you fast. But yeah. also, I mean, it is a, I guess like if you looked at the very base definition of fast, like just, just abstinence. It says food from... There's no other definition? Well, I mean, I'm sure there are, but this is the Oxford definition. So I assumed that that was the most valid or one of the most reputable. Yeah, I mean, it's the um, only one. But either way, um, yeah, well, I, what do you think about, like, social media fasts or abstaining from, like... Because obviously, because um, I've asked people that some of the processes, most of the time they'll rebuttal with, like, well, it's, it's about self-discipline, right? So it doesn't matter where I take the self-discipline in. But... From the evidence you just presented, like there's clear advantages to fasting f- right. from food. So here, here's my thing: <clears throat> Is food bad? 
No. Okay. And you fast from it. Yeah. Because it's a desire, right? Sure. On a spiritual level, that's yeah. why you do it. Mm-hmm. Even people that don't understand the health benefits, mm-hmm. right? Is social media bad? Yeah. For the most part. So you just shouldn't partake in social media. To begin Like with. if you have to choose something to fast from because you know it's bad, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Yeah. Okay. So I I commend the the intention behind it. Yeah, for it's sure. It's good that they're they're abstaining from something they know is bad. Or it is a fleshly desire. Social media is now addictive. Mm-hmm. And it's a fleshly desire to go and scroll on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and to stop yourself from that and to have self-control is good, period. So it's good that they're doing that rather than nothing. But no, absolutely, the church implemented a food fast for a reason. Part of the reason was there was no social media at the time. But most well, of the reason was because <laughs> of the health benefits and the spirituality in that. Well, yeah. I also think that they're like... In a very real sense, there is no innate desire for social media. It's not a thing. There isn't a, like, from the second you're born, hunger is a thing. Yeah, right, right. It's in you. It's programmed. You just, you get hungry when you're hungry and you want to eat when you want to eat. It's not, it's not like I get, I'm born and I'm like, man, give me my phone. I need my dopamine hit of scrolling on TikTok. Like, no, you have to train, you train yourself to do that. And unfortunately... I mean, um, it's interesting that, like, gluttony is a sin in the Bible. Yeah, Like, right. eating too much is a sin in the Bible. Mm-hmm. because and, it, and it's innate. Like, like yeah, you're right. You're right. It's hard. Like, it's not as... If you're fasting from social media, which was added in later on, mm-hmm. it's not an innate, like, necessity for human beings. Right. But to stop yourself from partaking in an innate necessity, mm-hmm. that takes a lot more... Discipline. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I, I don't know that I could conclusive, conclusively say like, oh, you don't get any spiritual benefits from fasting from social media. I don't know. It's possible. All I know is like all of the fasts that were done in biblical times were food fasts and there's clear health benefits to food fasts. Um, there's benefits to doing social media fasts as well, but you should do them just in general. Like you should just slowly try to inch your way off of social media, in my opinion. Right, right. For sure. And then mental health. I mean, you think about the mental health oh, facet man. of spiritual, I mean- Actually, to be fair, you get off social media, your mental health will probably get better. Way better, too. yeah. But yeah, the mental clarity, the clarity specifically mm-hmm. that you get from abstaining from food, that's a segue into spirituality. That's a segue into actually conversing with the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit guide you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think there's a definite reason as to why God chose food fasting. Food. Yeah. And I think another thing that we should acknowledge is... Um, we're kind of dopamine fiends, right? We just, like humans, we kind of just want the next dopamine hit, yeah. like drug addicts mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, and that's the unfortunate thing is, and you should watch, um, there's a movie called The Social, is it The Social Emma? Mm-hmm. Yes. Watch that. It's on, I think it's on Netflix still, because um, it goes way more in depth than I'm about to do, and it's way more eloquent than I can say right now. But basically... Every time you swipe on your phone, you're programmed to get a dopamine hit. And then these these sites like Instagram, like TikTok, like YouTube Shorts, whatever it might be, are also feeding you things that are going to keep you on. So the goal is to like, keep you there as long as possible. Like That's their goal. Um, you're playing an unfair game when you go, get on TikTok. You're, you're, you're setting yourself up to lose that game because yeah. it's going to give you a dopamine hit. And they're serving you exactly what you want to see. Um, yeah, just like any drug. like. Or yeah, cigarette, yeah. any addictive substance is the same way. Actually, if you watch the YouTube video, um, Doctor Pradip Jamnadas, that's the guy of the guy. He's okay. an Indian. He's he's um, a surgeon. Mm-hmm. He was the one that did the YouTube video. Um, he said 
that the like we're junkies for sugar and that yep. and and it actually signals the dopamine hit in the brain mm-hmm. just sugar like yeah yeah so food in itself is an addictive substance well and and you think about like food it makes more sense to me because you're like actually intaking something right so it's easier for stuff to happen but for a phone for something external that you're looking at with your eyes to have that much of it of an impact on your internal structure but it does like and that's the thing is we need to slowly i mean it's the same thing with retail therapy right you buy something you don't mean it when you there's so many things adrenaline junkies or another one there's so many things of ways that we're allowing ourselves to succumb to like our urges and anytime anytime you abstain yourself from your natural urges as a practice of self-discipline for sure and it has a lot of these benefits Right, because the reality is a lot of them just are self-disciplinary. Like, that's a lot of the benefits. Food obviously has some of those neural changes that are helpful. But, um, yeah, I mean, you should, we should all be abstaining from from those things. Because, you, at least for me, I don't ever want to be addicted to anything. I don't want to be an addict of anything. Um, yeah, you have to be careful with every, every substance can, can be addictive. Every substance mm-hmm. can be, every good substance can become bad. Yeah, exactly. And so I would encourage people, if you're, you watch this video and you're like, you know what, I, I think it might be a fun idea to fast, <clears throat> I'd encourage you to do it slowly, you know. Make sure it's difficult, though. Like, don't, also don't, like, be nice to yourself. Be like, I'm just going to put my phone down for the day. No, like, you have to make it difficult. You have to make an actual practice of self-discipline. Where you're like, and it should be a long-term practice, too, you know. It should. Like, but, specifically with social media and phone things. Like, yeah, external, yeah. like. Definitely. But if you, if they're new to it, you know. No, I'm saying like, yeah, right. A long-term practice in the sense that. They continually do fasts. Yeah, it can yeah. either continually do fasts or take, take a, do something hard. Like, you know, a week without, like delete your social media apps for a week. Mm-hmm. And then if you have to add it back, which hopefully you don't. But if you have to add it back, do it, do it in a way that, that you will have made progress. Yeah. For, forward momentum. Yeah. And. Um, that's not to say like, look, social media does have benefits. Like I'm not, it's not just a big bad, which yeah. I think we're talking about it as if it is. Yeah. A lot of people use social media to connect with people and that's great. And if you just use it for that, like you don't have an issue, obviously. As long as you're doing that. Just that. Yeah. But the and even is, then, like, so honestly, social media, like the connect should be also in moderation. Like that also yeah. is bad. Like, cause we were meant to see each other physically and be in the same room. That's what we were meant for. Yeah, and even then, it's less personal, obviously. Like, even so just a text is better. Um, but I would say, you know, in, in that rare circumstance, which obviously, if you're still on Instagram and you don't go through reels and you just watch people, like, hats off. It's, it's like they target it so well. Good luck. But if you are, then maybe you don't have a problem. Maybe you don't need it to get rid of social media. But my point in all of this is saying, like, if you're going to implement a fast, if you feel encouraged or inspired by this, podcast to do that i encourage you to throw in social media alongside of it even if like like, let's say you have facebook instagram twitter and youtube just cut one out like give yourself some grace obviously like um if you feel like you know what screw it i need a change throw it all out like and i will encourage that for sure but if you're like on the edge just just try one like be like all right i'm gonna get rid of instagram for now i'm gonna get rid of youtube for now um and do it for a week alongside of a food fast and see how you feel because I, i Speaking from experience, I used to be, I used to have all the social media except for TikTok. I never downloaded that, which I'm very happy about. But um, 
all the other social medias, I had them, I used them regularly, and I kind of just was fed up with, I don't know if you ever, if you have an iPhone, there's a pretty robust screen time in the settings. Um, I don't know about Android as much, but if you do, and you look at it, and you see, you know, 12 hours used on Instagram over the course of the week, you're like, that's a lot of time. And it is, you could, I mean, imagine what you could do with 12 hours, pick up a whole new hobby. Um, (laughs) Yeah, 12 hours is ridiculous. But it got to that point for me. And yeah. I was like, nah, I can't do this anymore. So I just flat out deleted it. And I haven't reinstalled it since. I think it's been like almost a year. It's been a while. Yeah, that's really awesome. But, I mean, just like three hours. like Three hours of your time. Mm-hmm. Like if it's useless. Because we need phones. That's that's. But if yeah, three hours sure. of time spent on u- useless things mm-hmm. or on scrolling through reels that you really, that did not really add anything of substance to your life. And, and you know what? Another fun point that I'd like to make is like, my reels weren't bad. Like they were all Christian and like they were sermons, right? It would be like a, a, a two minute reel of a sermon and I, and they were good things, like things that were worth it. But the problem is with that format is it's not built to retain information. So you scroll and like, you know, scroll four TikToks down and then see if you remember the fourth one. You don't, you don't, cause it's just not how it works. Like you're not built, they're not structured so that you can remember them. Um, I mean, also... <clears throat> If if you really first off, how many people's TikTok feed is, is good? Is yeah, good? right. Not many, Agreed. for sure. Like how many or education one anyway, shape or form? Mm-hmm. And even if it is, why would you subject yourself to that like stimulation when you can go read a book? When you can go right. listen to an actual hour sermon? Yeah. When you can go get your homework done because you're failing in college. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a personal. <laughs> yeah. You fail, buddy. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not failing. Except Definitely not. Four over here. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a 4.0 if I didn't fail intro to college. Oh, wow, you, just, you just went out there and said it. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I was gonna insinuated it, but I didn't even know that. Like, counted as a class. Come on, it's man. okay. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Everyone fails something in life, and some people fail intro to college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, I, definitely. Like, let this be a call to action. Specifically, like, if you're not religious, understand the health benefits. Like, it's good information to have because. On a practical level, I would want to be doing this every time before I make a decision. Yeah, just based off the knowledge sure. you gave and me, and people like, do like people, yeah. And that's what, and biblically, like that's what they would do. I've they heard were, of people that that literally fast before they make any like large important decision. thing, decision. which is that just makes sense to me, like logically. But even if so, like if you're not religious and that's what you gain from this, that's awesome. But to those of you who are religious, let this be a call to action. If you have, if you're Christian and you have him to fasting recently, or you've, it's just like, you just don't know how to do it. I've met a lot of people that are like, I want to fast, but my gains, bro, I, I can't lose. Like I got to eat. Like I don't want to lose weight. Well, based on what he had said here, which I, I he knows more about fasting than I do. Um, it sounds like it's still going to benefit you. So it was more of a, like a um, wondering type yeah, situation. Well, like, but, I don't know. Cause if you watch the YouTube video, he says that you're, growth hormone is increased by like 20 times, which is yeah. crazy. And that plays a part in muscle growth, muscle development. Right. But then you're also not eating, right? So I don't know. I honestly have no Maybe, idea. But if you but do even it, like a one-day fast. Yeah, or you do a two-day fast, <clears throat> and then you get back on a diet plan, but your ho- growth hormone is working way better. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It's worth a shot, though, especially people that have faith out there. Like, Yeah, and on top of the fact that, that it's, yeah. it is like for Christians, we're called to do it. It's not really like, I don't want to. You yeah, know it's I mean? like a um, call to do it. Right. It's important. It's like it's like <clears throat> communion. 
you could be um, allergic to gluten and, Mm -hmm. you know, communion is obviously bread, Mm -hmm. but you just trust the Lord. You trust in the Lord. And I I know so many people that actually are allergic to gluten, but they go and have the bread at communion and they have no effects because, you know, it's the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They, God will provide. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's ultimately yeah, I mean, needs to be more faith. Yeah, you have to have, you got to have faith. You got to be able to walk in faith. And and honestly, part of that is fasting. Like, if you want to get a closer relationship to him, you've got to fast. You've got to practice this. So um, to those of you out there who are Christian, let that be called to you. And to those of you who aren't, try it. See what happens. I mean, the health benefits sound pretty, pretty great. A two-day water fast, on top of the fact that, you, bro, you're going to save money. I mean, <clears throat> this is coming from a broke college student. So, like, it sounds great to me. Oh, yeah, I but know. Like, oh, that's another thing, <clears throat> actually. And he points it out in the YouTube video. Like, it's crazy. It's cheap. Yeah, it's well, one, it's cheap. And two, there is a very solid reason why doctors will not tell you to do abstinence. Yeah. It's not because they don't think it's going to help you get better. It's because there's literally zero financial, like, no one, no one gets a financial incentive. The people you buy food from don't get a financial incentive. You living longer and being more healthy is not a financial incentive for hospitals. Like, there is just no incentive for, like, the economy, essentially. Water, I mean, water companies. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Make a few cents well, off you. I mean, yeah, unless you're, like, you have well water like me. <laughs> I only buy Evian. <laughs> yeah. Boss water is where I go. <laughs> yeah. It's just and way better. it becomes just as expensive. It's <laughs> true. If not more. Yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, try it. Even if it's for a day or two days or whatever. Or you can even try one of those like progressive cleanses where you do just water and some juice and you just jump back into it or whatever, however you want to do that. <clears throat> it's yeah, worth doing. And I encourage research outside of what we've said here. Um, sure. Watch that video. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put that in the description for YouTube. See if I can do it on Spotify. I don't think I can do it on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, we've got a YouTube channel with like video recorded content as well. So if you want to see us and there's sick merch we're wearing that is hopefully going to drop soon at some point, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome, guys. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You'll ever see if you get it. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, watch over on YouTube because that you can see us. And then we'll put it in the description of YouTube. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube and you like the podcast and you don't like launching YouTube in the car because you're a normal human who doesn't like launching YouTube in the car, uh, we have it also on Spotify, Apple Music. Like Basically, it's everywhere. Um, check us out there. Follow us, download the podcast. They're great. We would definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah. Check out our Instagram too. That's where we try to do most of our updates. Um, it's harder to do them on like YouTube and other places. Those are really just places we're going to put the podcasts on for the most part. So check us out on Instagram. That's where you get like short, brief updates about what's going on with us and where the clothing is going to be and all kinds of other fun updates. So check us out over there. And um, yeah, appreciate you guys watching. Hopefully we will see you guys next week. Yeah. All right. I was tr- I'm trying to find the YouTube video so that I can, at least for our Spotify listeners, they can know what it's called. So now, can you go to your history? Um, No, I was watching it in the car with my dad, so it was on his YouTube. That's unfortunate. Yes. If you look up Dr. Pradip, Pradip um, Gymnadas, and it's not actually on his account, but he was the one giving the lecture. Um, and yeah, look up benefits of fasting. You should be able to find it. it has a lot of you. Oh, here it is. Okay. Fasting for survival lecture by Dr. Pradip Gymnadis. Um, and it's the Glenn foundation. So phenomenal. That's, that's video, Galen yeah. foundation. Oh. 
Nice. Oh, yeah. Much the Galen Foundation. You know, small letters and everything. Yeah, yeah sure, You're sure. definitely not further than me. <laughs> uh, the Galen Foundation. Okay. So, yeah, Good. definitely look that up. Okay. It's a phenomenal yep. video. And like I said, I mean, you should really go to the YouTube anyway to subscribe. Like, you should lick the subscribe button for sure. Maybe don't lick it. No, I think it's, we sanitize it daily. <laughs> we yeah. do. Because, I mean, a lot of people are touching it. Right. So we have to sanitize it. But yeah. it's safe to lick. Trust me. I mean, me. there's been like four people. So. At least four <laughs> who touched that button. So it's sanitized for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we do that. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys next week. All right. See you guys later. Yep.